Howdy, and welcome to the Lunch Table, a podcast where a bunch of nutballs get together to talk about their day because we're fucking interesting. I don't... In a free-form platform that's going to be fun and tickle everybody down to their toes. So let me introduce who's around the table tonight. Can we start at my cockles? Well, we... We could start at your cockles, but I feel like you don't get the full-body experience. I feel that's like the last place you wanted to touch. I love a right. good beard rub. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. Whatever gets your dick rough, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever scratches the helmet off the jeans. That's my new kink. <laughs> the beard rubs. This turned weird quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me introduce who's around the table. First, we have a buddy from college that I haven't seen in a while, and it's nice to see him. Happy to hear his voice. Uh, Phoenix, I can play with any man's deck. Horak! <laughs> 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 That's not a lie. You're good at playing with decks. You'll find out why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> also around the table, my right-hand man. Mr. Drew himself, well, I meant to say Google, but Drew, <clears throat> sorry ladies, I don't eat peaches. Lots of nicer. I do like cottage cheese, though. Yeah, but not peaches. <laughs> <laughs> the cottage cheese has not. I like cherries. Bro, in that reference, do you, do you realize, okay, let's build this world, right? And get deep into it. You realize that reference just made cottage cheese seem like a woman's like a uh, period how's that it's not red no but i said you can't eat peaches or i don't eat peaches which yeah. is a reference to saying you don't eat pussy ah. and you said but i eat cottage cheese how is that like <laughs> what is the, the, isn't the peach emoji cheese? isn't the peach emoji supposed to be the ass well in the pussy I was DJ on this, so I always thought it was a pussy. Okay, but when, like, you're on TikTok and, or whatever, and, like, in the peach, bro, that's supposed bro, to be the... Bro, also, the next level of that joke, right, the other tier of this joke, to help you out, would be people say if you can eat a peach cleanly and they watch you eat a peach, you should be good at eating pussy. Well, I do eat peaches cleanly because I don't eat them at all. See? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, but you eat cottage cheese. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's that's where you went with it. So I do my thing and let's, then go down. Let's get into the show, you fucking weirdo. What about you? What about you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. And always, your host with the most. Holes in his drywall. <laughs> fucking Kyle. Fucking Kyle. From all the energy drinks. I'm hyped up. Oh, dude. Let's get into it, man. Well, that was a fun beginning. You're out of practice. Me? Yeah. You forgot your name. That is true. You <laughs> threw me off, dude. You were like, I eat cottage cheese. And I'm like, do you, do you, do you realize what you said? My goal is to get famous enough that people, like, just send me a container of cottage cheese in the mail. Yeah, when, I, gonna... when, when somebody sends me a container of cottage cheese in the mail, I will know that I made it. 
That is low, man. That is low bar. Enough about me. The other person with the beard in the room who can actually grow one. (laughs) That is true. He's a hairy motherfucker. Homie Phoenix. Dude, how have you been? I was going to say he has like the strongest fingers or make reference to the strong finger game. But then I thought playing with Dex was funnier. Dude, <laughs> how how have you been? What have you been up to, man? Uh, what have I been up to? A lot. Uh, COVID. I worked at a warehouse for a while, and uh, I actually worked for Pack Tans. And then Michaels bought us out and shut us down. And ever since that, it was like downhill. COVID hit. Dude, I did. I worked six jobs in COVID. Damn. All different. I get six W2s this year. <laughs> six? God damn. <laughs> uh oh, we lost him. We lost him. <laughs> there he is. My bad. You're all good, man. <laughs> six W2s, dude. Yeah, six W2s. I worked a couple warehouses, then I was like, I'm sick of doing fucking warehouse work. This is horrible. I'm going to do something weird. And that starts, like, my weird job phase where I did I did wildlife removal for a bit. Uh, that sucks. I cleaned HVAC units. I literally crawled around ductwork and cleaned it out with a vacuum. You are a small dude. Dude, I got paid. I got paid more doing that job than I do at the casino right now. Oh, yeah, how, how do I get into that line of work? I have no idea. I literally went on Indeed, and you know, like the old, the old, I guess, meme, like cartoonist thing of the dude putting a map on a dartboard and just throwing darts at it. Yeah. I basically did that on Indeed and was like, what's the weirdest job I can find? Apply. <laughs> <laughs> I want cancer or some shit. Apply. <laughs> Oh, dude, I definitely have inhaled asbestos. <laughs> That's the worst thing you've inhaled. But, uh, dude, speaking of memes, when I was like, I think I added you on my For You page or whatever on Facebook, dude, almost every single day I was getting a forklift operator meme. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, how do you find something so specific? Like, were you making those or were you finding them? Okay, so some, <laughs> yes, I made a lot of them. Coworkers made. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And you know what? Dude, there's people. There's enough people that do that job that feel the same way, dude. Yeah, we were also in a group on Facebook that was like just a bunch of op- like you know forklift operators, dudes who worked in warehouses, bunch of meme guys doing. <laughs> Why is it the same type of people always get on a forklift? No idea. (laughs) Something about the heavy machinery and the sense of power. (laughs) (laughs) power. Really, that much power. But, like, you know, you could easily take off someone's limb. (laughs) Button and put it in the right spot. 
And that's like stuffing just... things tightly. Yeah, to, to, to know that in this vehicle at any point during work, I could just slice an arm off if I just feel loose. <laughs> and I got to live for that rush. It's all the propane you inhale. Oh, uh, these ones are electric. I inhaled uh, salt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the factories, too, people bitch, but the factories will give you, like, five-minute breaks and shit. Not every place gives you breaks. Ours did not. Ours no? gave us a 30- to 45-minute break and a 15 near the end of the night. Working mm-hmm. Now I work at the casino, and I get a break every hour. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I get a 20-minute break paid every hour. It's, uh, it's cushy. They want to make sure you don't get carpal tunnel. Yeah, well, they want to make sure I can do math because, I mean, I got to pay attention to a lot at my job now. Like, I, I only have four people. There's only four people that can be at my table. I deal blackjack now. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot more to it with game protection, making sure people aren't capping their bets, touching the cards, uh, being on their phones. Basically, just a lot to do with cheating prevention and yeah. minimalizing the opportunities for people to take cheat. So let's go into how I know you. Well, how CJ and I know you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and fill in some blanks here for me. Absolutely. Uh, you're originally from the Ohio Cleveland area, right? Homestead Falls. Homestead Falls. Homestead hey. Falls. O L O L. Homestead, yes. O L. And during your high school, you were. For lack of a better term, you were a lax bro. I was a lax bro, bro. <laughs> uh, and then you decided that you wanted to come to school at Youngstown. Yes, sir. Uh, and that's where I met you. You were on my floor uh, while we were in the dorms. I was not uh, on the floor. I was on the second floor. I forget exactly how... That's right. Yeah, I forget exactly how we, like, met each other met each other but i remember it was basically like just walking around one day who is your roommate again oh god i remember i had two i had the one kid who would uh i don't know his last name but i remember his first name was alex and only because my second roommate i liked was also named alex (laughs) (laughs) that helps (laughs) i remember alex one first i had would uh he would lay in his bed in jeans, a polo, like full dress shoes, and he would sit with his arm like lay there with his arms crossed looking up at the ceiling. No TV, no music, like he was like pondering life or something. Dude was just hoping the sweet Lord would take him right then and there. I maybe. And like looking at it when I was eighteen, I'm look I'm like, oh, this is just kind of weird. Whatever, he's just chilling. But now that I'm like 26 and I look back at it, I'm going, that's just fucking weird. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you could have had a rough fucking life, dude. You never know. And now that he's finally there. Yeah, or, dude, I, I still think about it to this day. I'm like, why would you lay in your bed <laughs> in like all casual, like cash, business casual? <laughs> have no mute. Like, what are you doing? Are you <laughs> Are you? But then I'm thinking now more like you're 18. I mean, I was 18. I didn't have much of life to ponder. I was I'm like, 
what's what's uh what's in, what's for dinner tonight you know right right how do i get what's my pee pee wet what shipments happen uh, i'm uh, hungry how will i pay for that today what's a smart investment in the stock market how do i <laughs> plan for the future right <laughs> but that goes how do i plan for the future <laughs> right but as you said, you lived on the second floor. We should have and... bought Bitcoin then. <laughs> right? <laughs> we all fucked up. If I could go back, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> as you said, you lived on the second floor. And I think it was probably just my open door policy. You were a fairly outgoing guy. You went to go talk to people and meet people that you didn't know, especially, you know, the first month or so. Um, but you eventually knew our buddy Stony who was across there. And you guys had a small altercation. I don't think it ever came to a fist fight, did it? No, it never came to it never came to anything more than wow, I was a dick. <laughs> it, it, it came to where's my money, man? Where's my money, man? <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. You better give me money. Dude, I robbed a kid once in the bank you house. Did. I ever tell you that? So like never <laughs> bagly. I was sitting, I was like in line for the bathroom, right? Upstairs. And then I hear people in our bathroom, which they shouldn't be in our bathroom. And I was already pissed while you're in the fucking bathroom. And then I hear the mirror like just smash in there, right? I hear the like just glass break everywhere. They open it and here, it, I don't know. There was glass everywhere, but it wasn't the mirror. It was some kind of coffee counter or something they had in there for some reason but uh they came out and they're like well we didn't break it it was some couple the dude was real drunk the girl was okay and she's like we didn't break it i was like bitch i was standing right here like no (laughs) (laughs) i I heard it all at the door and the guy wanted to say something so i put him up against the wall and i took his wallet and i was like how much fucking money you got (laughs) And he had nothing, dude. I'm so pissed. He had nothing. Should have took his license. <laughs> you can just back when I get my money back. So like, so like, I kicked him out. Then the girl's like, "Well, do I have to leave?" I was like, "Who broke the mirror?" And she's like, "Him." And I was like, "Well, I, you can stay, but he has to go home." And she, dude, she was such a shit person. She sent him on his way. <laughs> And I was like, wow. I mean, watch our, out our, our parties her. were legendary, though. I mean, if you got an option to be with your boyfriend somewhere else or be at our parties, you were at our parties. Dude, I remember the one when I was dating that Sarah chick. And, <laughs> and I came to your, uh, and I came to your guys' party, like, completely. No, was it your guys' party or was it, uh. Oh, fuck. No, it was. I- I remember, I remember we were at Brian Mead's one day. Oh God, Brian! I remember uh, the first. That was the first part. He was actually at the podcast a little bit ago. You guys yeah, should check, out, check out that episode. <laughs> I was like Brian Mead. I remember that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude! It's so funny going back over the uh, party days. I guess. I remember the first party we all went to, and CJ. This was the first time I met you. Oh damn. It was all of us in the dorms and that chick I was dating at the time, uh, Courtney. And, uh... <laughs> I you say your name, I remember it. Cosmo was drinking on the roof, like, completely shirtless. <laughs> like, 
all right, this is like, this is my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Dude, that's forever ago, man. Fucking, I, I don't know if, are you allowed to say anything about your past with your company? Yeah. Yeah. That they don't they don't really care like they know it was in the past and stuff. Yeah, they know they don't give a shit. So one time I rolled up to Brian Mead's house and you were already there and we had done a long night of drinking and I think you stayed there like we started there and then left and came back. Yeah. And uh, you you saw me approaching from the street, walked down the stairs, looked at me, put your hand on my shoulder and went, dude, I smoked 32 bowls today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that was when that chick Taylor that I knew came into town, spent the night. That, yeah, that was, that was a fun fucking party, dude. She was fun. She was a wet paper towel the whole time. Oh my God. That chick, like, I thought she was cool. Right, like in hard shit. So like, she came out for college. Dude, that chick was the most boring human being. <laughs> no, she's just good looking. That's it. Literally, the only like redeeming quality is she was just really, really hot. Yeah. I would... did. She drop acid one night too. You should have just met. That's the bitch you marry, and you go fucking make me dinner. I, that was like one of the worst nights I had. Was when I did acid out there. I remember. Uh, three dudes I were hanging out with. We went down uh, to that one bar. Oh, God, Boxcar. Went down to Boxcars, I think is what it's called. You take Fifth Ave, go all the way south past the bridge, go down that really sketchy side street. Oh, way oh. the hell down there. Way down there. Yeah, they, they fucking abandoned me down there. <laughs> and I walked all the way up. Fifth Ave having a panic attack all the way back up to the dorms. Yeah, that was a horrible, horrible night. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck that. Like, uh, Youngstown was fun and dangerous all at the same time. You gotta be careful yeah. where you fucking go, dude. It was fucking horrible. I hate those. those guys, I hated those guys. That was a shitty thing to do. Now, going back to... I, would, ass- I would assume that you had... Uh, times in cleveland before you were in youngstown or just even right now your times comparatively in youngstown compared to your times in cleveland which one uh, I, I would assume they're different for different reasons but which ones which ones are better honestly i miss a lot of things about youngstown and living there i miss just the atmosphere of it because it's not it's real relaxed on yeah not like up here where it's just everybody's going, everybody's hustling, somebody's got something to do. You can't really stop for a minute up here. But at the same time, I like it up here because I'm successful. At least in my my eyes, I'm successful. I live alone. I have a car, job. I'm not I'm not unemployed anymore. Like I'm I'm doing okay for myself. But gotcha. yeah, no, I, I miss Youngstown. A lot of in a lot of different ways, but I'm happy where I'm at now. If that makes sense, oh, makes yeah, sense. Dude. And <clears throat> young sounds cool because we lived there when we were young, so we we're all poor and whatever. I think going back, it'd be kind of shitty. 
Yeah, <laughs> we kind of want more. Because I went, because I went home after college, and then I moved back, and it was even better when I moved back for like two months, and then bullshit happened. Then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Yep. Phoenix, I hear you want to tell us some of your sweet stories about the yeah. casino. Some of the sweet people you met, crazy things oh, yeah. that have happened. Or like so, crazy gambling. Yeah. So yeah. so hit us with the goods, man. Well, oh. first, first, I couldn't even do the... The worst part about that job that would scare me is when people would be throwing money and I'd have to try to count out chips. Like, uh, it's all real uniform in how you do that. So it, it it's less nerve-wracking than you think. Plus, any buy-in over $301 has to get approved by a supervisor. So, like, if you're short 15 bucks, 25 bucks, don't know why you would be with how we do it, how it's kind of cut out and laid out. But if a supervisor comes over and checks it and goes, yeah, ship it, and it's wrong, yeah, you both just get a write-up, and the player goes, what the fuck? You shorted me X amount of money. It, it It's not that big of a deal, but it is. But I've never personally shorted anybody on their buy-ins. But I've shorted a few people on their blackjacks by accident. They they catch it instantly and go, "Wait a minute, I had this much up." And I go, "Oh, I thought you had this much. All right, you get an extra seven fifty or whatever." Right. Hmm. Plus two, you would because I've de- I deal a lot in high limit, and yeah. uh, or a lot of like higher limit areas and higher limit players, and uh, six hundred dollar bets to me. I see it in color. I don't see it like as a $600 bet. I just see it as a huge stack of greens or six black chips. So it really kind of desensitizes me to the nervousness of it in a way. Like I look, I don't go, that's my rent right there. (laughs) I go, that's just black pieces of clay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They, that's weird. He pays all this for these chippies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fun. I've met I've met uh, some Browns players, professional boxer, several Ooh. owners in Cleveland. Met one of the guys who owns uh, he owns all the waterproof. He owns a waterproofing franchise that's in Ohio, and the dude's like a millionaire. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Met met the Baker Mayfield. Yeah, the uh, Baker Mayfield, the one who who killed Ohio State. Yeah, he's kind of a douche. Buys in for a thousand dollars, plays four hands, loses, doesn't tip, then goes to the next table, buys in for another thousand dollars, doesn't know how to play blackjack. So, so he thinks he's it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those people. <laughs> oh, I can't win. It's the dealer. <laughs> <laughs> right. The dealer I mean, shortened me. Dude, I'm just flipping a card, bro. It was definitely that vibe I got from him. But uh, Jar- I also dealt to uh, Jarvis Landry. And my God, dude, he's a, he's a funny guy. So deal- I was dealing a game called Ultimate Texas Hold'em. And it's basically poker versus the house. He's betting max, which was between $300 and $700. Because you can you can bet up to four times an original bet in that game it's a real weird betting game but <laughs> he's betting 300 700 and it's a full table and all the players at the table except for him are shit talking the browns and i see him doing the 
eh, I'm going to slump into my seat a little bit because I'm embarrassed. And I'm thinking about because I'm not a big Browns fan. I don't know the guy. I'm just kind of thinking, oh, he's a Browns fan. He doesn't like people shitting on the Browns, whatever. Right. So as I'm walking off the table to get on break, or no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's more to that. So they're shit talking the Browns and they ask him, oh, are you a Browns? You know, what do you do for a living? Are you a Browns fan? And he looks at him and he goes, nah, I'm a barber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the guy that, you know, I take it face value. As right. I'm off the table to go on break, my floor comes up to me. He goes, dude, do you know who that is at spot one? I'm like, I don't know, some barber. He's like, dude, that's Jarvis Landry. I'm like, who? He's like, Jarvis Landry, the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did you just see? And I told him exactly what I told you. The yeah. He's like, no, I didn't hear that. That's so funny. So I get back to the table and it's just me and him, right? I'll yeah. go up and I'm, t- you know, I tell him like, dude, I didn't realize you played for the Browns. You know, that's awesome. That's kind of funny. You told those people as a, you were a barber. And we're talking back and forth a little bit. The whole time, all this dude is talking about winning the Mega Millions. And I'm thinking to myself, you have a $22 million contract, dude. Why <laughs> don't you focus on winning a game? <laughs> because he can't. Like, <laughs> you saw the rest of Dude, when you sit there and you're embarrassed, when you sit there as a player and you get embarrassed when someone shit talks your team, that lets you know you have no pride. You don't want to be there either. You're like, fuck, get me out of here. Because if you cared, you would have threw a fit. You would have been like, uh, well, I play for the fucking Browns. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, but he didn't. He's like, nah, I know we suck. <laughs> I mean, you got to kind of figure that one, though. As much as we around the area like Cleveland, it is probably one of the least populated cities that you could go to in the NFL. And cool. Like, let's be honest. The best places to go would be like Florida, California. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Jacksonville would probably suck. Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tampa. It doesn't even matter, though, because Green if Bay. you're cool. If, oh, yeah. Green Bay would blow. I mean, if you're it's cool true. there, if you're cool there, they would like you. And the girls there are kind of cute. But the rest of the time, would you really want to be in the cold? Detroit, fuck Detroit. I would, I'd much rather go to yeah. Cleveland than Detroit. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. It's lower tier, I guess. It's better than Pittsburgh, right? Everything's better than Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see the statistics on how many people we've had from, like, the Cleveland area versus how many people we've had from the Pittsburgh area. Well, we didn't go to, we didn't go to school in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's as simple as that, bro. That's why that happened. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're ghetto bound. Honestly, we had a Youngstown. I remember a lot of people wearing Steelers shit and Pittsburgh shit. Oh, yeah. All the yeah. time. Especially, especially Penguins gear and that. Mm. I know. And you knew they were douchebags. Oh, that's the that, that was the douchebag flag. Penn's, Penn's jersey on. I'm like, I would talk to him. I'm like, oh, wow, you're just exactly how i thought you were gonna be <laughs> yeah, you fit cleveland doesn't have a hockey team does it no columbus does columbus new jackets they did okay this year i say that loosely 
they've had better years, but they've also had worse years. Uh, I think it was almost a month ago, maybe two months ago at this point. Uh, I've been a diehard Blackhawks fan. Black Hawks, CJ. Black <laughs> Hawks oh, <man>. fan. <laughs> For a long time. And uh, when I moved out here to Chicago, uh, I was like, dude, I want to go to a game. Tickets were like 30, 40 bucks. I got a couple for me and my girlfriend. And it, it was against the Penguins. The Black Hawks won in a overtime and a penalty shootout. I oh. was like, perfect. Dude, that's awesome. Hell yeah. That made yeah, my did night. That, did that make your Black Hawk hard? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like Hawks. I respect the Blackhawks. They play a very, very aggressive style of hockey. Hell yeah, they do. Oh, it makes yeah. it interesting watching. Heck yeah. Them, I like the, what is it, the Brewers or whatever? Boston Bruins. Yeah. yeah. And I like that they're black and gold, so they beat up on the fucking Penguins for it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a mild Red Wings fan just because of the history with the Detroit Red Wings. They do have a really interesting like player history. A lot of good players came from the Red Wings teams. Yeah. I bet you like the Flyers too. I do like the Flyers actually. I think the Flyers have the coolest logo. Them or the Mighty Ducks. Oh <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks? Yeah. Yeah, they just, I think did they just go to the Yeah, they're just the Ducks now. I remember, uh, yeah. I remember in, when they first came out like early two thousand ninety. No, they were eighties, weren't they? Oh, whatever the movie. I think yeah, I think they were looking together. for a new team, and they based it off the movie. Yeah, yeah. literally the reason they did it. They had a new team, and they based it off the uh, Disney movie and called <laughs> it White Ducks for their first season. And then Disney didn't want to own a hockey team anymore. <laughs> yeah, you had, to go, into, you had to go into the locker room, get a contract with fucking frozen Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> His hand still unfrozen. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, Disney World is out there. Yeah. Uh, it has uh, Walt Disney's body frozen into it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the center. We actually talked about that on one of our episodes, like, with conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's another episode. He's you probably, check out. He's probably frozen. Hell yeah. Well, I would try to be. And plus, they were crazy back then. They have all this money. You got nothing else to do. We see what billionaires do with money now. Let's shoot a rocket into space. Why? Because I have the money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Rich people haven't changed much. Ever. It's the same families breeding together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, family, Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, look at, uh, even go back to, uh, like, ninth, early 1900s, Mary Curie. Her whole entire, the whole Curie, and Mary, Mary, eh, Mary Curie, she did radioactive research. She did, I forget what she discovered, but she did some, she discovered something with radioactivity. Radium. Yeah, that's it. Her whole entire last name won a Nobel Peace Prize, except her one daughter, and her one daughter didn't win it, her husband did. <laughs> yeah, right. and then they died a slow, painful, radioactive death. <laughs> peace prizes that's crazy <laughs> radioactive death painful or nobel peace prize <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know about that one 
Right, right. To get to get the peace prize, you have to die of radioactive death. Uh, well, jeez, dude. That's why you should just leave that shit alone. Like now, because now every country has just nukes, and we're all sitting there like, like, it's almost a toy that like you and your buddies would never pull out because it owned all the other toys. And you're like, that's not fair. That Beyblade's not fair. Yeah. And we're that, all like, okay, you know, the really big Beyblades that they used to sell. Yeah. And you're like, you fifth, can't use that one. That 15 inch vibrating, <laughs> rotating dildo. Right. Everybody has one. And now we're like, you know what? The game's not fun with that. Put that one away. Let's go back to our little Beyblades. Drew. <laughs> Yo. I said, I said Black Lotus, and that made me think of a. Uh, Mad- oh, no. That's. <laughs> Uh, I guess he got it from Ander a few years ago. What? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I talked to you about it. <laughs> we got a magic playing? buddy. You still playing magic? Yeah, still playing. I just bought uh, I just bought actually a couple of uh, precon commander decks. Oh, uh, yes. I yeah. got an angel commander deck. Oh, do you? I just bought a crimson. I bought the crimson bow one. I forget the commander. I have them sitting in my living room, but I don't want to get up. <laughs> CJ decided that he was gonna. This is when he was making bank. He uh he was gonna drop money on a set from the Vault Angels, uh, and it pretty him. much built him his deck. <laughs> Other than putting lands in it, he could he could put lands in it and just go. Yeah, <laughs> I've lost to it. I would say at least seventy percent of the time. Yeah, it is hard, dude. I don't know why, but any angel comes out, then it just starts getting really fucking hard. I'm building, I'm building a deck right now that's a cleric. It's a white, I think a white black cleric deck with a aura skyclave, hierophant as the commander. Okay. <laughs> so every time a cleric dies, bring another cleric back, and people are lesser mana value. How I'm setting this deck up is having every single cleric be a forecaster less. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there's a lot of one caster cheap clerics that are out there that have really decent abilities like, oh, tap for one life. Right. Another cleric that goes every time he gains one life, put a counter on this one. Yes. Yeah. Then it CJ, all chains. CJ and I had thought about this once before. Let's see if you're interested here. Uh, we had thought about uh, doing a maybe a stream or something of us playing magic. Uh, you down to be in? We need somebody for commander. Yes, please. I Hell yeah. My uh, little sister. And nothing against her, but she's not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to download Cockatrice. That way you can play online. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. That, I mean, you could always drive down once we get... We, we might get a little, like, pad so we can actually do this in a studio and actually control shit. So... So, why are you driving to Toledo all the time? That is true. What's going on there? Why am I here? To gamble. To gamble. To gamble. Yeah, I can't gamble uh, uh, at Jack, where I work. Right. Makes sense. Do you go in there and, like, flex on the other casino workers? Like, I work at a casino, too. Actually, When I was up at Toledo, I was playing uh, Ultimate Texas Hold'em with my dealer buddy, and he gave me a hundred bucks of his money to play for him. And so, like, 
you have to clear your hands before you touch tips or flash your palm. You have to show your palm to the camera and then touch tips. I did that before, like, I picked up a bet. Like, I went to go pick it up, realized I didn't flash my palm, flashed it real quick and picked up the bet. And the pit boss came over and he goes, oh, hey, Phoenix, are you a dealer? (laughs) (laughs) I looked at him, I go, oh, yeah, man, how'd you know? He goes, I just know. And he did the hand flash. To me, I'm like, oh my god! I just instinctively flashed my palm. All right. So, so why would you drive all the way to Toledo when you could go to, what is it, Austin Town, like uh, Youngstown track? Austin Town doesn't have table games. No, That's, it's only slots. Really? Slot hall. Hollywood Gaming. Uh, and I know they have horse betting up on top. Yeah, horse betting too. Well, go down to Wheeling. That's only what three hours. How long does it take to get to Toledo? Hours more than that. No. Really? Hour from me. Wow. But then oh. again, I'm flying. I'm flying down I-80 when I go. I'm going like 80, 90 miles per hour. Jesus, but... dude. <laughs> but it's a miles per hour speed limit anyway. Yeah. So do 90. It's just 30 more. Well. Or almost 20 more. The pandemic, man. Speed speed limits don't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> they're gone they're a thing of the past dude when the world shut down i had i was considered i was working in a warehouse at that time when the world shut down and uh i was deemed essential right no roads like nobody on the roads everybody was going 70 down pearl road i shit you not dude i was going like the first day i was going the speed limit and a dude just <laughs> my car and everything i'm like that dude's going to get pulled over. And as I'm driving, I see no other cars in the road. I was the only car on the road going to work. I'm like, I guess I'm speeding tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I, just, I'm just going for it. Way to work, 70. And then the world came back on, and I was going like 55 down to 35 and got pulled over. <laughs> and because time, this is the first time I ever was like, why the fuck he pulled me over? <laughs> 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 you guys know what the cannonball officer? you guys know what the cannonball run is no cannonball run is essentially a race from coast to coast to see how fast you can do it you start in new york somewhere and end up in california and it, it had a whole bunch of movies in the 80s a really popular yeah. thing to where people soup up cars to get there as fast as they can uh they actually set the record for the fastest cannonball during the pandemic because they could speed they wouldn't get pulled over, and nobody else was on the road to slow them down. Wow. Yeah, I, I believe that. Oh, yeah, I did. They were probably just pinning it. Just, <laughs> Dude, it'd be insane. Just fucking thinking, like, gotta get to California. Gotta... <laughs> well, they break it down into chunks. So, like, you have, like, there is a route that is particularly the fastest and you have to get to like st louis by nightfall or something like that oh wow yeah. so you don't continuously drive oh they do you have to you have to get there in that time if you take oh. a break it counts towards your time if you fill up for gas it counts for your time if your car breaks down it counts for your time you get a flat yeah that's a rally that's awesome yeah dude that's insane that the thing <laughs> about how many things have to go right yep Oh, yeah, you got to have there's the perfect combination of luck and skill for that. Yes. People most of the time will soup up like a like a Mercedes S-Class or something, and they'll put a giant fuel tank in the back. 
and then that way they don't have to stop or if they do have to stop they fill up you know like 200 gallons right (laughs) i mean because that'd be the hardest part because you'd always have to get off your fucking route but dude phoenix what other like techniques do they teach you that like show that you're not cheating yourself i know like you have to like put the decks on a stick all right, so I'll, I'll kind of walk you through my uh, when I tap on, tap off a table and what goes on. So usually when I go on a table, there's already somebody there, right? Yeah. To, my hands cannot go below my waist. I'm basically like a doc, a surgeon who just, I'm sterile. I'm sterile. My right. hands just stay basically open with palms up when I approach the table. When I come on the table, I tap the dealer on the shoulder go, hey, man, Phoenix is here. You're going home or you're going on break. Let them know, you know, what what they're doing next. As I go on, I have to clap, flash my palm up, flash down, then flash up again. The purpose of the clap is to, if I have anything up my sleeves, doing a hard clap will force them out of your sleeves. Flash palms up to prove I have nothing in my palms or between my fingers down to prove I have nothing between my fingers, and then up again to prove I did not do a swap. I did not do any sleight of hand technique. From there, you burn a card. I, the burn a card is a weird kind of tap on, tap off thing. It's more so to dissuade card counters, but at the same time, also to make sure the card wasn't marked by the previous dealer. The no players are edge sorting, which is a cheating method that uses a visual irregularities in a card's cutting edge. It's very hard to do, but every single card is individual because yeah. of the manufacturing process. So there's irregularities on the backs of them. There are people who take the time to actually figure out what irregularities are what. So burning card dissuades that. And then from there, I case my layout. I make sure everybody's bet is a minimum or greater, not exceeding a maximum, which is rare. But uh, case the layout, close the bets, and I start dealing. And then from there, uh, it's called walking your game. And when I walk my game, basically I'm angling my body so I can see everybody's bet. Because if I have a blind spot, that gives an opportunity for them to alter. Right. In Ohio, I I don't know about other states, and I'm sure it is illegal also in other states, but tapping and pinching the bet is 100% illegal in each way both times. Damn. Damn. And if I don't catch it, the cam- the many cameras that are watching my game are going to catch it. They're going to call down to my floor. He's going to call down to security. He's going to escort you out. And they aren't going to let you tap out. Damn. I had a guy, I had a guy tap his bet. I caught it, pulled my paddle out, basically gave a low-key like sign, hey, I need a floor over here discreetly. Got him over there, called him out. Cleveland police security came over. They backed him off. They arrested him. Damn. Damn. Dude, that would suck. <clears throat> it, it does. It sucks for me, too, because I have to fill out paperwork. Oh. Always an incident report. Always, dude. And I hate that shit. First off, my English is atrocious. Second, I, my grammar not a thing I use. Not not when spelling or writing. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work for someone who's like really, dude. You're 
you're just risking for what? For 10 extra bucks? Come on. They, you can't cap that much. Right. 10 extra dollars is all he's trying to get. <laughs> and now, and now look. And now Jesus. Look. And, you know, $1,000 bail. Wow. Fraud, uh, deep, some sort of fraud crime. I don't know exactly what, but I know it's it falls under fraud. Phoenix, I know that uh, you asked if morbid stories were allowed because you had a story about a deer. Oh. Fill, us, fill us in for that. Oh, what the? All right, so. <laughs> I would be intrigued. Sorry. So I've had, ever since I got, I, I have a new car. I have a 2018 Chevy Sonic. I was in a car accident in 2016 that totaled my last one. And that, yeah, I have, speaking of that too, we'll talk about that after this, but I have a bunch of medical problems in that now too. But, uh, so get this new car. And ever since I bought this new car, I've had problems, whether it be, you know, tire blowing out, like third week I got it, getting towed the second week I got it because I didn't get my plate or whatever, you know, Wow. Damn. It got towed. I'm working at this point in their distribution center, and I'm late for work. Paint, paint. Oh, no, 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 no. This is is when I hit the deer, not when the same mirror got hit. All right. (laughs) Working at Pack Tans. I'm driving home from Pearl. I live on Pearl Road. Pearl Road is a five-lane road. Two lanes with a suicide lane, two lanes. I'm in the passing lane, the left lane. I'm driving straight. I'm the only car on the road. I see a deer cross about a thousand, thousand feet in front of me. I slow down. I go, all right, I've seen this deer before. I know it has others with it. I'm like, I know there's at least three or four others. Where are they? Where are they? And I'm looking around and I don't see them. So I'm like, Okay, it must have just been the one. And as I kind of speed up, I hear, <laughs> and I look over and I see this deer dragging its face across oh. the side of my fucking car. And I'm like, oh. fucking God, I just bought, you know, I'm pissed. I'm like, that, that deer just fucked the whole side of my car up. So I pull off and I'm like nervous. I'm pissed. I saw my mirror fly off in the back. Yeah. Second time saw my mirror fly off and <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm about to get out of the car and I'm kind of shaking a little bit. I'm like, Oh God, what's the damage? What's the damage? And I get out, shut the door and I'm looking and I see my mirrors off and that's it. And I'm feeling my car. I'm like, what the fuck? No damage. This deer smacked my car, just took the mirror off, dragged, dragged its face across my window. And now it's laying with its back like paralyzed in the middle of the road. And I'm like, oh shit. So I go over, I get my mirror, and I yell at the thing. I'm like, you stupid fucking animal, look what you did to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, filthy animal. I call my mom, and it's like, and I got off around midnight, so my mom's dead asleep. And I I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. I I didn't want to leave the thing there because it was suffering. And yeah. I didn't know if I had to call my insurance company to file it. Right. Mom, and I tell my mom, she's like, oh, I'm like, hey, mom, <laughs> don't be, don't freak out. But I just hit a deer and instantly the mom reflex kicked in. Right. Wanted to, oh, Are my, you okay? 
<laughs> oh, my precious little baby. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay, but the deer's not. It's it's paralyzed. She's like, oh no. I'm like, but do I have to? And I ask her, I'm like, do I have to call Lake Insurance? Do you know anything about this? She's like, you know what? Just call the police. You know, they they could help you out. I don't know. So I call the police department. I live in Middleburg Heights right now. She answers the phone. She goes, Middleburg Heights Police Department. And I ask her, I go, hey, is this non-emergency line? Yes, this is non-emergency line. Okay. So I hit a deer on Pearl Road. Oh, no, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, but the deer's not. It's paralyzed ways down. As I say that, I see a car pearl, turn down Pearl, the baggage. And it's in the right-hand lane. The deer is riding and grunting in the passing lane. Oh, and I'm explaining to dispatch, you know, the situation. Do we need to send an officer out? And as uh, she says that, car comes over in the passing lane. And I'm looking at this car, and I cock my head to the side, like, what the fuck's this guy doing? Does he not see a deer right. in the middle of the road? <laughs> and I'm watching, and she goes, and I hear dispatch go, do you need us to send an officer out to euthanize the deer? And says that, I see the guy hit the fucking deer, dude. Smacks it. I see the deer shoot out of this dude's back tires. <laughs> a 1080 spin, dude. Jesus. Dude, I, it was like slow motion for me. He comes up, and I'm watching him, like, tracking the car. And he looks over at me, and I see him on his phone. He wasn't paying attention. Figures. And he's looking at me with this look of horror. And I'm still on the phone with dispatch and I haven't said a word since she asked the question twice. And finally she goes, sir, are you okay? (sighs) Everything all right. And I go, yeah, uh, you don't need to send that officer anymore. (laughs) And she goes, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, and I'm I'm shocked. I can't believe I just. Right. And I tell her, I'm like, I just watched a dude come and fucking put the thing out of its misery. <laughs> I said that verbatim. And she goes, what? And I go, I watched a car come by and kill the thing for you. <laughs> and I started laughing because I can't believe I just told that to a dispatcher. She started laughing over the phone and goes, oh, my God, are you serious? I'm like, lady, I could make this shit up if I wanted to. <laughs> and he hit the deer. It is now dead in the road. And she goes, oh, my God, is, is the guy okay? I'm like, he drove off. I don't know if he's okay. <laughs> he just kept going, lady. I saw his face for a second. <laughs> I kind of going like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do here. Good day. <laughs> so if they brought an officer out, would that officer, like, how would he have done it? Would he have been like, fucking old yeller, pop, pop? <laughs> or, would, or would he have, like, like uh-huh. just snapped his neck real quick, like, like it's your time, dear. <laughs> pull out his Glock and just unload on I See, I think they pull out their nightsticks and just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> pepper, pepper spray to death, stun gun. I think they just put their knee on their neck. The deer isn't black, though. Too soon. Too soon. 
No, police brutality. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it's never bad to bring up police brutality. No, it is an issue in Cleveland. And Cleveland needs to fucking do something about that shit. Police in Cleveland, specifically metropolitan Cleveland, are awful. I have heard them say more racist shit about people in the casino than I have anywhere else. Cleveland police are worthless. Well, Phoenix, at this time, uh, I've been writing down some questions here, uh, and I'm going to ask you just a quick whole bunch of pop questions. Uh, these questions are designed to be somewhere between five to ten seconds, uh, and we'll just kind of blow through them pretty fast here. Uh, some of them have been, you know, things that we've talked about before. Uh, some of them have been brand new things, or some of them have been things that I've asked other people. I just want to get your take on. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is, what is the most that you have been within arm's reach of somebody that has won? Has somebody won yeah. $10 million on a slot? Uh, no, the most I paid out was $96,781 on, on a progressive jackpot. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. I had to wait about 45 minutes before actually pulling money out for that. They had to check the cameras. They had to change the cards. They had to do tax forms for the guy receiving the winning. He opted not to take taxes out, so he got the full 96000 Oh, no, you take taxes out. I don't want to be fucked. What, did, is, what is the most that you've heard anybody win in your casino? Three quarters of a million dollars in high limit, and he gave it all back. And my floor, actually, my supervisor just told me about this a couple nights ago, and he was the floor for that. And he told me, he's like, if I wasn't at work and I was another player, I would have told the guy, just if you're going to piss away that much money, why don't you just go on top of Tower City and throw it all in the street? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. If you're going to, and he only bought him, and he was a high roller already. He bought him for 30000 and he fucked it up to three quarters of a million dollars and gave it all back like jesus yeah dude, that, that's just, the most I just when you're up that high just fucking get just out of there get three quarters of a million shit i would have left at a hundred thousand go yeah. buy yourself a new lamborghini or something yeah, right? right uh phoenix have you ever messed up chip colors have you ever given somebody a black chip when you're supposed to give them a blue one or something like that no, but I have messed up like a uh, simple payout. Like uh, I gave, I shorted somebody, I think two dollars and fifty cents because the racks, the chips don't always line up in the racks, and everybody keeps their rack different. I was a breaker that day, and on the previous table I was at, the two dollars fifty cent chips were on the left side, and this table was on the right side. Yeah, I actually just grabbed from the left side and shipped <laughs> it out. The guy, wait a minute, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Uh, so you know they get it you're human yeah one of my old coworkers told me that um the most that she had gotten she was like somebody had won big and they tipped her but she had to like share it with everybody what is the most you yourself has ever gotten for a tip uh for a tip personally a thousand dollars i had a dude give me an orange one damn yeah, and do you have to share those with everybody else on the floor? Yeah, every most casinos, there's only a few in Las Vegas that allow table games departments to keep their own tips. It's to risk, it's to mitigate collusion. 
Yeah. Because there's really nothing stopping me from dropping. And it's called, the term is dropping. I'm, I mean, I'm sitting on $100,000 in my rack, right? They're not going to notice a couple purples missing, especially when there's players at my table gambling big amounts of money. There's nothing stopping me from dropping those two purples in my toke box and just telling my pit boss, oh, yeah, I sent them out. Damn. <laughs> Mitigation of collusion. Uh, I know that sex sells, and most of the time when people win money, there's there's something else that's there too. So from left field, have you ever had a situation or heard of a situation in the casino where you know people were getting it on? Uh, yeah, actually, I had a dude, I had a, a wife give a dude a hand job at my table, and they got backed <laughs> off by. That was very awkward. Nice. That was very awkward. Was uh, he like, hit, hit me? <laughs> oh, I could just, I could see her fucking arm, and I straight up asked her, are you giving him a hand job under my fucking table? <sighs> and they both gave the look of embarrassment, and that is all I needed to know to call my floor over and have him back off. Nice. Is it awesome to just, like, Hit a button and just know you get these big puckers to come beat guys up for you. It is. It, it beat them up, but they, they just look intimidating. It's it, power. It's funny, too, because, like, people think I have power. I don't have power. I can't really, I, I can't really do much. Right. I just I, hand cards out. I can tell you what you're doing. Whether your bet's shy, sir, or you can't put that there. You can't have your phone on the table. I just, I just enforce the rules. I don't have power. <laughs> right. Oh man, they think I have like power. I'm like, no, man. But some people I roll with it. I'm like, yeah, can't do that here. And it's but just, sir, we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> so the next couple questions we're gonna go through a little quicker here. Uh, have you ever seen a row of flush at a table? Yeah. Yep, that was a multiple. 96. Uh, that was the only one I've ever seen. It was paid out ninety six thousand. Damn. Uh, how long did it take you to train to deal? Uh, six weeks unpaid. Oh. Oof. Damn. This is a job you have to want to do. Makes sense. Uh, CJ, when he was at one of his last jobs, got a job offer that caused him to quit what he was doing and go into a new one. Uh, has anybody ever given you a job offer at the table? No. Not no. yet. I've had people kind of suggest I do something else, but to do, not to like, not to rub in how much I make. I make forty an hour dealing cards. Yeah. I'm making more money than most of these people actually gambling. They don't realize it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give up a job. This job for less money. I feel it. There's, there's no one there that's going to be like, here, man, here's a 40 an hour job, $40 an hour job, and you get a break every hour. Um, has anybody been so unhappy that either they tell you that they're going to wait for you outside or actually have waited for you outside? Uh, not yet, but that has happened, and that is uh, why I carry a gun. Nice. Damn. Uh, well, I, I carry a gun in the casino. Nope, but I keep it in my car. There you go. Um, 
I know that you said it does happen, uh, but do you personally know, uh, I don't even know if you can answer that, uh, about money laundering? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It happens. Uh, it does get, it gets prevented. There's ways. I can't, I can't talk too much about, but it does happen. People try to do it and they, they get caught pretty quick or at least reported pretty quick. Um, you told me about one dude that comes in daily and drops 25k for a buy-in. Yeah, I found out. I found out this guy owns uh, a bunch of strip clubs in the Cleveland area. Nice. Nice. Is, That's is awesome. that your most expensive player? Um, in the whole casino, yeah, probably. I would say only because he's in there every day. That's the only reason why. It doesn't throw up any red flags for anybody that he goes in there and does that every day? Not really. He owns a bunch of strip clubs. He's a big, big, big business owner. He's verified. Okay. I was going to say, what would throw up a red flag? Because I couldn't just go in there and throw large sums of money. I would probably get popped for laundering. They'd be like, this kid don't make shit. Things that throw up red flags are like, say you buy in for a large amount, like, 10 15 grand and you're flat betting playing table minimum the whole time in retail on a 25 table mm. that's that it's those types of things they look at not necessarily like what you're buying in with they get you're in a casino everybody's got different risk tolerances and everybody's got different money okay they understand that it's a it's more how you play because money laundering, I mean, the goal of money laundering really is to launder your money and not lose it. In a right. casino, the edge is against you entirely. So to money launder in a casino, the only way you'd be able to do it is to buy in, flat bet for a couple hands, and cash out. Which we know about and prevent. <laughs> right. If you're all, That would be pretty suspicious if you're going in there, large sum of money, bet once or twice, take the chips. Keep getting them cash out. That is the sketchiest fuck, dude. How do people not think they're going to get caught? Arrogance. I, I mean, the same reason why you have the guys who think they can get away with capping their bet, pass posting, breaking rules. People try anything. Money makes people crazy. It's a drug. Money's a drug. Yeah. Um, You were telling me that millionaires don't exactly look like what you think millionaires do. They don't. The one, the same guy I was telling you buys in 25K. Mm-hmm. He wears the same pair of cargo shorts, high socks, Nikes, and a shitty cheap bowling shirt. Damn. Sounds doesn't, like it. Doesn't look like he's got money. Another guy bought into my table uh, <clears throat> last week, bought in for about 5000 but he spaced it out like it was a 500 buy in here. Then he lost his five hundred. Then he bought in for another five. He was in for about three grand. Looking in his wallet and seeing him pull out money, he had about forty five thousand in there. Did he have a black card? He was a black. He was an Infinity member, actually. Infinity member for the casino I work at. They invite you. That's an invite only. The casino contacts you and tells you, "We want you to be an Infinity member. You have special perks that no one else in the casino has." That's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, and then I asked my floor, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, he's in for 105000 for the day. 
Damn. And this dude was wearing sweatpants, a bummy hoodie. He looked like he hadn't showered in two days and smelled like shit. Ew. Damn. Um, our last episode that we did, the one that's uh, going to be up before this one, uh, was a game of Would You Rather. So uh, we, we have a, we have, I have a Would You Rather question here. Uh, would you rather have finger-sized legs or leg-sized fingers? Your size legs. Finger size. You'd basically just need my dexterity in my hands to deal the cards. I'll <laughs> <laughs> wheel on up. <laughs> I just got my nails done. <laughs> Dude, so like, would would my legs then only have one nail? Would my toes be no, gone? And no, they're still legs. They're just they're just, just size. Oh, yeah. Would they so just my, be doll sized? Would the okay? Wait, would you you would you would have feet this small? What's that? Wouldn't they collapse under the weight of my torso? Yes. Or, no. <laughs> At that point, they're purely decorative. Yeah, they're just oh. there. Uh, no reason. Yeah, don't choose that because I mean. At that point, I don't need feet, so I'll just break them off. <laughs> let's get I Phoenix. Didn't chew them. Uh, floor supervisor, let's get Phoenix an extra large stool. Floor, <laughs> a big stool. <laughs> uh, security, they're making fun of my feet. Funny that <laughs> that statement, this, what she said about the stool. We actually do have stools on, for shorter dealers who can't <laughs> <laughs> have a good reach. Yeah, fucking get get handed out cards by Geo, dude. <laughs> uh, my second to last question here, and this is the one that I had asked bef- uh, other people before, but let's see what you got. Um, who is the next person from YSU you think that we should interview? Eric Little. Eric Little. Eric Little. We've been trying to get Eric Little on, and scheduling conflicts have been an issue. Yeah. So that's yeah, he is on our list. Yes. Good pick. Eric Little, Seiku, or uh, Mike. Oh yeah. Seiku. I do need Mike. <laughs> uh, and my last question here, uh, and this is purely up to you, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, whatever you want. Uh, what's your favorite drink? Like, what drink would you suggest our viewers go out and go get for their next one? Um, I'll, I'll suggest alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic, you need to get you some brisk lemonade. That is <laughs> lemonade I've had. I fully endorse brisk <laughs> lemonade. Brisk Not a sponsor. Juice drink yeah. lemonade to concentrate with other natural flavors that are only <laughs> twenty. And a leader. He's trying to say you on this fucking death syrup. <laughs> I, this, guys. It, dude, it gives you diabetes just as quick as Pepsi. Exactly. But alcoholic, uh, you turned me on to that Kraken. Oh, no. <laughs> I drink. Oh, dude, I drink dude, you, want, you want the best drink with that? Get orange juice. Orange juice and Kraken. I'll try that next time I go to casino. Fucking delicious. 
have track. So I lied. I do actually have an additional question. I had uh, forgot about that. We had talked about this. Uh, during COVID, you had a wild man phase. Yes. To where you were <laughs> living outdoors away from everything. Uh, and you fuck, were bro? foraging for food and everything like that. How long did that last? It lasted a year, and uh, it's going to start again when the weather breaks. Cause I, I love doing it, man. It was. Damn. It saved me so much money on groceries, too. Like, fruits and veggies. I foraged all my fruits and veggies this year. Like, literally looking in the woods for edible fruits and veggies and shit. And, yeah, dude, I'm doing that again this year. I saved so much. I saved hundreds of dollars this summer. I'm so not buying making- what are you doing with all your money? You're making $40 an hour and you're not spending on groceries and shit. Oh, I'm saving it and gambling some of it because now I can have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> I eat like this so I can gamble and give it to another casino. But Phoenix, that's all I have. Uh, I thank you for all the answers for your questions. Uh, very, very interesting. Yeah. God man. damn. Dude, you're, you're always fun, dude. You're fucking crazy, bro. I'm just going to be a wild man and gamble money. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I harvested four pounds of grapes this year. Dude, that's God, awesome. Damn. I'm not... Grapes, I, would, man. I wish I I wish I could get up, go into my backwoods, because I'm surrounded by woods, and go get me some fucking veggies. You do a lot of fishing, don't you? Me? No. Fuck no. I hate fish. Oh. I don't fucking touch fish. I don't like to eat fish. I don't touch fish. I don't touch them off the hook. Fuck that. But I'm getting into bow hunting, dude. Getting into archery. I'm going to go get me some clean meat. And I'm going to start growing me some food. I got into bow hunting a few years ago. I had a buddy die. He had some property that I used to hunt at. But I can't because he's dead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not not to laugh, but just... uh, uh, Yeah, no, you can't hunt there anymore. Oh, fuck it. I figured there's just a bunch of woods. I'm going to walk in, and if people got a problem, come tell me, and I'm going to tell you it's Mother Gaia. Shut the fuck up. You can't own it. Yeah. <laughs> there's public land. I mean, I'll, I don't want to go to public land, because everybody I've talked to that's gone to public land has had some weird things happen to them. Yeah, with other people? Yeah. Or ghosts? <laughs> My one buddy got shot at. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, you got a bunch of drunk fucks that think like you got the type type of people that think hunting is like drinking beer while sitting in a stand and shooting a gun, which a lot of people yeah. do that. But if you're a good hunter, no, it's not. You, you, that's why Correct. most of them don't get deer. Yeah. Yeah. I love. But yeah, man, let's let's go hunting sometime. I mean, Fuck, that'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we'll be like uh, Green Arrow and uh, Hawkeye. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm Green Arrow, though. I only Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be Katniss Everdeen? No, you get the fuck out of here. Out of here. You ain't uh, part dude. of this. Okay. All right. Drew, you ready to plug the <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> We're on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor Playlist at the Lunch Table PBJ. That's probably how you're listening to us right now, so keep doing that. Play count is very important, and CJ looks at that stuff daily. Daily. He sends me messages and it says, hey, hey, we got one more view. I do. It's my dick card, bro. I don't uh, know what to say. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. 
uh, and TikTok at lunch the Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, we have some cool videos coming up, especially things that you're not going to see in the episode or hear in the episode, uh, as well as the other ones CJ takes a very big part of. Uh, grow his ego, stroke his ego, and uh, make him feel good that he takes his time to give you guys special TikToks. Also, on TikTok, we do some of our cool stuff, uh, some of our in-between the episodes that, you know, you won't really see anywhere else. So take a look there. Give us a follow. Super, super important. Hit the little bell. I feel like a tool saying that, but hit the bell. Yeah, yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Do all that gay shit. <laughs> well, I well, probably shouldn't have said it that way, but do all that stuff. <laughs> we're... We're on Twitter at LunchTablePBJ. Uh, we just put up a poll there. Uh, go ahead and take a look at that and tell us which one you would rather. Uh, very important things. Uh, we're on Facebook at LunchTablePBJ, as well as our fan page, The Munchies. Go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, strike up a conversation or just stay informed about, stay updated about what we're doing. Uh, any of the new things that we want to throw out, typically we do put up there so you can stay informed uh, and know exactly and kind of be up our butts a little bit because CJ feels uncomfortable without. Uh, yeah, well, my butt gets too loose. I just don't feel right. <laughs> and lastly, we're on Patreon at the lunch table PBJ. Uh, every little bit helps people. Every yes. little bit. Helps. Uh, thank you, Nick Jones, by the way. Thank you. Uh, at our one dollar subscription you do get a shout out every episode uh during your payment uh uh period uh and we are going to be doing more than that for special things yeah uh, we don't want to we don't want to give out the surprise yet but no gotta be some good stuff uh so as we learned be careful fucking with the dealer because they got all these type of wizard powers <laughs> and your cameras have look at their hands don't mess with the guy who pays you money for nothing. All right. And always tip well. No matter what you do, fucking tip well. Wherever you're at, restaurants, your dealer, tip. I usually never tip the dealer. I didn't know that was a thing for a long time. Because to me, like, I just sit at a table, you drove me some cards. I think the place that you're working for pays you comfortably. So why uh, would I have to tip you? They give us uh, minimum wage. Yeah, I know. They give you shit. I know. <laughs> because I... So... When I was at the casino last, I heard somebody getting interviewed for the casino when I was thinking about doing the roulette. And then I heard the deal, and I was like, that shit deal. I was like, I could probably make more money at the bars. Yes yeah. and no. You gotta think, though. There's always that guy, and there's always a big winner in the casino. It's always gonna tip. Yeah. yeah. People who regularly gamble are the big tippers because they know. It's the people uh, who really don't. There's the. Uh, yeah, but like, you don't get to take your tips. That's what pisses me off. I got to share them with fucking lazy Susan over there. That doesn't. Uh, that part bothers me, but it doesn't bother me when I'm stuck in a game like three part poker where there aren't a lot of players. And uh -huh. I still. Good money. It, it's, it works out, to be fair. But I, in some instances, I'm like, yeah, no. If, if I could just pull more by myself, I probably could, but. Right. Right. So there you go. The casino isn't always what it's cracked up to be. Save your money. Go forage for some vegetables that grow out in the woods. <laughs> be more like Phoenix. Phoenix, thank you for stopping by, my man. It was Thanks, great catching man. up, dude. Pleasure. 
it was amazing. Do you have anything you want to plug or tell people how to get a hold of you, or do you just want to say fuck that? I don't know what your thing is, but seeing how you're a wild man looking in the woods. Eat wild stuff. Do do you? Do <laughs> it's my message to everybody. Do you? All right, do you? And if you need him, he will be in the woods by your nearest head of cabbage. <laughs> He's watching. He's always watching. He's a recycle bitch. Recycling <laughs> is a scam by the U.S. government. Recycling can cut your pop, cut your pop things. You know things. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. They choke. They choke animals. They, they're not into it like we are. That is that uh, <laughs> it bothers them. Drew, thank you for being you and sticking through everything. Uh, as always, thanks for stopping, everybody. It's getting a lot more fun around here. Pop, 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 pop. See ya.